5150 episode whatever. Yeah. What, what episode is this? This is uh, Keeping 5150 episode 40. Um, I've been editing some of this together uh, because the, uh, the regular eagle-eyed listeners have, might have noticed a small gap between uh, <laughs> the top twenty, top 30 bands, sorry, the top 50 metal bands part one and part two. For about four months editing that. <laughs> editing that. Yeah. It'll take you that long to listen to it, too. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's an adventure. Depression and anxiety will really, <laughs> really, they'll really fill up your day. So. But they're starting to announce, like, festivals for 2021. Uh, like, just, just riding on optimism. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> just tempting fate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and I know I'm starting to see some good unreadable logos for bands. Definitely. Like, ah, this might could be a good lineup. I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knows? Like, I love it when the, the logo is so unreadable that they just like have it typed out at the bottom as well. <laughs> it's it's better when they don't have the band name typed out, but they'll have like the city and the genre of music, <laughs> and it's like, okay, I guess I have to just Google bands from that region to figure out what band this is. Kind of like <laughs> sync it up. Chicago go grind. All right, it's probably one of these sixteen bands. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Reno, uh, Reno Technical Sludge. It's like, <laughs> all right, let's see what they got. <laughs> we were driving around today before we recorded this, and uh, a Candlebox song came on the radio. Were you driving around in 1998? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, yeah, Far Behind came on. I don't know if you've listened to Far Behind in the last. I couldn't name a Candlebox. Twenty-five song, to be years. Uh, I know they're local heroes. Dep- so are they? Depending on where you, where you are. <laughs> De- depending on if you're at a house of one of the people from Candlebox, <laughs> local heroes. Yeah. Like, I thought they're, um, from, they're from here, though, right? Are they Candlebox? I think so. If not, they definitely wanted to sound like they were from here. So <laughs> well, <wait laughs> this is one of those two things. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it made me think that, uh, I mean, it's funny that, that you know, they're sort of one hit or two hit wonders. Uh, you know, a, a possible future uh, thing we should talk about is all those, like, way lesser 90s bands. Like, just, like, the Also Ran. Yeah. Have an Also Ran podcast. I feel like because... we mentioned Stabbing Westward quite a lot. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that, not them. That, that, uh, that episode may never see the light of day. Or it might. I can't remember if that one is... Yes, uh, again, just to just to randomly talk about this, we did do an episode on. Um, oh, my fucking cat's going nuts! Stop that! P- perfect, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Command and control. I don't think you understand how cats work. <laughs> like you're fundamentally misunderstood. The cat I person, will do human. whatever I want. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, an episode on the, the 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 movie Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, I mean, the movie and the soundtrack, I think that was the, the, the premise of it. Yeah. I don't know if it was any good, because the movie is so fucking bad that it's... I don't <laughs> the know. movie's bad. Soundtrack, also pretty bad? I, like... I don't know if we actually ground any fun out of it. I think we just, like, both, <laughs> like, complained at each other for an hour and a half. Oh, God. We were both very angry that we had to listen to that uh, one and a half times through to, to have thoughts on it. Um, yeah, that, that, that might not. <laughs> that, that might not that make the grade. Not. Um, I guess if you're out there in 5150 land, uh, let us know 
if you're if you would be interested in hearing us uh, make fun of uh, lesser known '90s <laughs> alternative yeah, bands and for send, a podcast. Sorry, and sending your suggestions, like, obviously better than Ezra, and uh, <laughs> uh, letters to Cleo. Oh my, would they, would they count? <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's a whole. Oh man, there was a bunch. Uh, there was tri- a bunch. tripping Daisy, I think. The, the I Am an Elastic oh, yeah. Firecracker record, which I've never heard, but every time you <laughs> used to buy CDs in Vancouver, they would have every single CD store would have hundreds and hundreds of copies of I Am an Elastic Firecracker. <laughs> it, was, it was that and Monster by REM just over and over in the years. Yeah, people, th- people oh. did not hang on to Monster. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Uh, Automatic <laughs> with the people that. part two, I'll have some of that. Oh, no. <laughs> this... Yeah, it. Um, I was reading an article where... Uh, the used price for CDs of that is like, it's worth negative money. <laughs> like no record store wants it. That's and a- so this guy actually, just for science, was just like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep trying to sell this to a record to a to a record store until someone takes it. And it took him like two years to get rid of it. Like people did not want it. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like we got it's it. It's a little harsh. I I I don't mind Monster. It, I think it's got it's got some good songs on it. I, I still have a CD copy of Monster, and it does have some good songs on it. Um, and it's weird that it's weird that that one people are like, yeah. Whereas immediately we're like, we got to get rid of this. <laughs> like, I need to not own this. New Adventures in Hi-Fi. I don't know. I don't have anything on it. That's, that's, that's almost, <laughs> of no interest to me. I can't get behind that at all. It's a good record. There's a hot take, like hot take machine right here. <laughs> It's it's no, a better record. I than I, uh, I like their early stuff. Well, check me out. <laughs> <laughs> the murmur or nothing. That's this chronic town and murmur or eat fucks like, um, yeah. Well, how's this adventure? We really, <laughs> really, we really took it for a ride. We did. Um, that, that was fun. We <laughs> <laughs> got like... right there. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> of Christ keep you in eternal life, 5150ers. You used to be young and cool and punk rock and not give a fuck, but now you're old and you listen to podcasts. You've probably got a 401k and switched from PBR to some kind of fancy red wine from Trader Joe's. We're not here to criticize that, we're here to celebrate it. Just because you used to listen to 7 Seconds and Minor Threat doesn't mean you're okay with letting other people put dog shit in your trash cans. But they do. Oh, they do. But what are you going to do? Catch them? Confront them? Make a suit from their skin? Not anymore. You want a passive-aggressive sticker to do the talking. And here at Youth Crew Labels, we have just the thing to keep your trash fresh. The sticker reads, Putting trash up in this bucket? I don't mind. I don't care. Fuck it. Putting dog shit in my bin? I'll smash your fucking teeth right in. Use the code 5150 and we'll also include this alternative text. I don't mind your garbage here. I will make it disappear. Dropping dog shit is less good. I'll kill your family. I'll play in their blood. Youth crew labels. One day they will pay. And we're back. That that deep voice is a is a call forward to one of the bands that we're gonna be. <laughs> yes. 
let me let me speak slowly and in a deep voice. What that also one of the worst things you could do. Like if that's if that's the answer, rethink the question is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm like in the studio, if you're like, should I should I low talk in the intro of this? Um Steven, what are we talking about today? This is the final bracket. Uh, this is the, these are the last 16 songs, uh, for those who have been listening along at home, or where else would you listen, um, of, the, of, the, of, our, of, our, bike. of our big bracket crazy, <laughs> crazy thing we've been doing. Uh, these are the top 16, according to Paul. Uh, sludge, Doom, Stoner, and Groove. Uh, basically, it's all the other stuff that didn't fit, fit into Thrash, Death, and uh, Parking Lot. <laughs> so, that's... Which is... Yeah, I, I would say some of these are the internet's pick, mm. but I, I compiled them. Yes, yeah. I will say that I was worried going into this that this was going to be a weird hodgepodge and really desperate sounding. But when I listened to this playlist from 1 to 16, like just in order, weirdly really worked together as a yeah. set of songs you know it actually like fit really well there wasn't because i i didn't put any like black metal or anything that would be like an obvious weird yes i, <laughs> like, I, I think um yeah I, th- I think there's there's been some stuff that's just j- straight up missing from the the however many songs 64 songs that we're actually doing um but yeah the, the, these these are the, it, sorry it isn't everything that's left but it is it is the um yeah, the groove stuff from the 1990s, basically. That, that's that's broadly it. And then the stuff that was influenced by that. I think that's... Is, is, is yeah. it fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, what it ended up, I kind of was like, oh, we should have Doom, stonery kind of stuff. And then there's certain bands that, I, yeah, that we, you had to have in one of these brackets and that are kind of groovier and less, like, thrashy or death metally. And then... That just automatically lend, really lended itself to like putting the list together, and uh, there's some, you know, it's got the, all the things you want in very popular bands, plus some like real wild card selection. Yeah, yeah. The internet, um, the internet pulled some weird songs out when you like type in best doom song, and then it, it, <laughs> that resulted. It in some did, yeah, and it, also <laughs> some of these are the best, uh, like some of these bands. Uh, you at home and probably as us here will probably not think these are the best songs by by these bands. Some some of them are just like the most popular one or the one that's uh, that yeah. fits best. Certainly fits best in this category, but um, they're not sure. necessarily like oh that's not my favorite or it's, it's not objectively their hit. <laughs> but uh, but there's yeah. some int- really interesting stuff on here. And and the, yeah, the, you're right. The playlist did uh, it didn't sound like you were just jumping all over your record collection. It had a it had a feel of it. And it, it, even though not every single one of these bands is from the nineties. It has a sort of 90s feel. I would say so. And also, I should say that um, there was some of the uh, choices also. I looked at the options and uh, made some command decisions because I think when I was putting this together, one of your notes, Stephen, was like, please don't just put like a a 90-minute long Bell Witch (laughs) song on here. Like, so... When we get to one of these bands, their most popular, most famous thing would have been like would have blown like doubled the the playlist lift on one song, and I opted to not do that and picked I guess the internet's second favorite good man <laughs> like, <laughs> for, version of it. So point is, let's get into the shit. All right, round one. Round one. So first seed. I don't know if you agree with me putting this as the first seed. 
like the number one choice for this, but I went with Pantera and the song Walk. There's a couple of this is actually kind of hard to pick which Pantera song to put, yeah. but I felt like this is like they're kind of might be the mainstream high water mark. I, th- um, I think this is the one that people, if you don't know Pantera, you might know this song. Yes. But it's like, you know, I'm Broken or like Five Minutes Alone, any any of those could have gone in yeah. this place. But we went with Walk, and then that's going to match up. This is this is, this is is a weird matchup, but it's going to go with uh, against the 16th seed, which is Electric Wizard with uh, Dope From. Um, the title track off of a l- album, I guess. Yes. I don't listen to a lot of Electric <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> So we got, we got your thoughts on uh, Pantera's um, like four and a half minute banger against uh, uh, Electric Wizard's ten minute uh, epic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally the sixteen C because I when I was making a playlist, I was like, I gotta end with the ten minute song, and yeah. I put it like earlier in the playlist. There's, you know, <laughs> there's definitely some seeding controversy in here, but I mean, so. Obviously, walk is walk. I think people know. Probably. Uh, so Probably yeah. know what that is. <laughs> um, you know, it's got that terrible guitar tone. It's got an awesome uh, solo. It's got Phil and Somo doing Phil and Somo stuff. It, it does. Uh, the guitar tone is is kind of horrible, but it fits the <laughs> it fits the song really well. Like it it, it is it's right with those drums. Like it just—it <laughs> sounds right. I kind of don't want to hear. Well, I mean, I would want to hear this, but but it probably wouldn't sound a better song if he was playing through a Mesa or a Marshall or an Orange or something like that. It would—it would be different. And I like how it's a horrible tone, but I think it really works for for this band. Well, I think it's because I think the band—I I don't know if there's any mid-range in any instrument in the mix of this band. Like it feels like the guitars are definitely have no mid-range, right. but the drums are also weirdly like scooped you know it's like the, they're very poppy and like yeah it's the, like the mix is super weird it's clicky isn't it the bass the um the kick drum has no ring to it the, the snare doesn't even <laughs> the snare doesn't uh like you know you hit a snare drum and it's 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 some frequencies but this is like no it's like one <laughs> just this one hand clap frequency kind of thing it's like why even have a drum <laughs> yeah so like we're making this sound like it's stupid, but like, and it kind of is. But for the song, it works. Like, and even as I, I don't like Pantera that much, but Walk is like, it, it's a thing. And you know, you have classic just Phil Anselmo, just like, you know, t- chip on the shoulder lyrics. Yeah, yelling. He's not pleased. <laughs> You're like, there's, are there no standards anymore? It's like, apparently not. You're in many bands, <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, uh so yeah it's it's like that hot fire like it's fucking a rad song which is why it, i think it had to be it had to be the number one i i think it's a good song um I th- there's lots of other pantera songs that that yeah you could c- consider even on the uh, on like you could put cowboys from hell uh you yeah. could have mouth for war off, off, off of this record a fucking hostile off this record the first a, the a side of uh, vulgar display power is really good and then yeah. the, the b side is is full of like really forgettable nonsense but the production of the whole thing it's great it all sounds like this so they've got a really a really good sounding record with five or six good songs that are all front loaded on it um and this this is this is one of the better ones um Um, i just actually before we get to i found that what was 
even though it's only four minutes, it was kind of dragging towards the end. I was like, I could this this could be over. Like this, <laughs> like you you've just summed up my thoughts on every Pantera song that I've ever. Like even the ones I like, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good riff. Oh man, this is keeps going. <laughs> Goddamn electric! Like what are we doing? Like yeah, <laughs> um, electric wizard. Oh man! Speaking uh, of goddamn electric, now now this is a, this is a horrible guitar solo, but it's amazing. Like it, it's horrible <laughs> in a different way. It sounds like don't oh if that guitar's injured, <laughs> like stop stop making it do that. They're one of a couple of bands on here that like it's really startling, and it's startling if you listen to to Pantera and then you go right to Electric mm. Wizard. It's startling how full and fuzzy and detuned and crazy it sounds. Yeah. Compared to like the uber tight like metal riffage of Pantera or like a more traditional band. There's a bunch of bands on here that like production and guitar sound wise yeah. can be kind of thinner or something. But Electric Wizard is that is not a consideration for them. No. Like I don't know what's bass and what's guitar and it's just one giant thing that's happening yeah it, it's it's huge it, it's, it's i don't know how it's recorded if it's it's um uh multiple tracks of guitars presumably um uh, but it also sounds like it's going through a wall of amps that every single one is mic'd <laughs> you know it's like 64 <laughs> tracks of guitars being mixed down it, it sounds great uh, yeah and so it's yeah it's it's wild and so i do think the tones in that do the heavy lifting for the actual song itself i don't know if you have an opinion I, I quite like the song um i feel it's really yeah. two songs isn't it because there's, there's the first part yeah with the the, the dope throne where, where that's the chorus <laughs> the chorus yeah. uh and then it sort of fades out oh, fades out it um fizzles out there's lots of lots of symbols and then it picks up again and it's I th it might be the same riff but then the bass is doing more stuff and like doing sort of like weird um um like fills and it's, it sounds great. Like, I, I was sure. I was really into this. I think this is... I'm not... Like, I like some Electric Wizard. I like um, the one they put out a couple of years ago, Wizard Bloody Wizard. That was kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, Come on now. No, it, but it, that had a couple of good songs on it. Um, but the, some of the other stuff is a bit bloated and, and kind of goes nowhere. But I, I thought this was good. Yeah. Even though it's 10 minutes long. <laughs> Is it good enough to, to knock off Walk in a head to head matchup? I prefer it to Walk. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not. Oh, wow. I'm not. I'm not I, I, when I first saw this, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be like some weird deliberate contrarian." <laughs> like, <but laughs> I, if it had been another Pantera song, this would be a lot harder. But I'm like, "No, nah, I'll put, <laughs> put Electric Wizard above Walk." Um, oh. I, but man. I feel that that's such a, a weird minority view that it, it might. It, I'm I'm prepared to. <laughs> yeah, I that seems weird to me. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have a hard time. I have a hard time with that. Sell, sell me on that. <laughs> sell me harder on Electric Wizard. <laughs> it's better, better guitars. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like stand completely on on um, influence, mm. but I don't see a lot of Electric Wizard shirts when I walk around the Tacoma Mall. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They, they are more. They are more of a cult uh, band than Pantera. Are much more. Um, they're, they're like kind of Metallica kind of level of almost. 
uh, or they, yeah. they, 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 or they, they approached that, didn't they? There was, there was certainly a lot of, um, yeah, if you go to a show, there's a lot of Pantera shirts. You, you might see yeah, an electric I, wizard shirt if you go to, you know, an electric wizard show. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to a different Doom Band show, it would yeah. be, there'll be yeah. some, like, you know, um, so I mean that's that's why I that's why I think I would put Pantera, at least in this first round over it. Like we don't have to completely stand on influence for this whole thing because otherwise, like there's like three bands that would oh yeah would would be like okay well that that is the these are the bands that everyone likes kind of things um so i don't want to do that for every yeah bracket, absolutely but, or for we, everyone we but keep, like round this, one uh, <laughs> it, it does seem uh like it seems almost deliberately uh provocative to go no i like this weird cult band from dorset <laughs> that no one's heard of compared to fucking pantera uh, and it is yeah. a great riff like the, the walk riff is really good and the solo is out this this like several different bits of that solo and they're all great like he he yeah. really could play and there was uh that was awesome so um yeah I, I, i'm so i'm gonna make a command decision and say sure. uh that we're put a walk through all right bye bye electric <laughs> wizard but yeah sorry buddy um all right number two seed sepultura roots bloody roots um you know, well, it's there's many eras of Sepultura, and Sepultura could have fit on many different of these brackets. Absolutely. Um, I I just kind of think um, I opted for this, and I kind of knew I was going to do this as we were kind of putting brackets together, just because I feel like this was the influence of Sepultura, like as like an entity moving forward, like. I feel like this era and that album specifically is like when people think of Sepultura or like a lot of bands that take from Sepultura, that's kind of the stuff Yes. that that like has moved forward. So I wanted to take that, which kind of put it in a more of a groove kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas if you took something off of uh, KSAD would kind of ride the line between th- this and Thrash, um, Arise, anything off Arise. Would definitely be thrash. Anything before that, which actually isn't, you know, I don't know, they're okay before that, but nothing really stands out. I'm not going to say, like, oh man, I just want to go and listen to Troops of Doom or something. Like, I, I don't, I, Beneath the Remains is, is, I know it's regarded as a classic, but there's nothing on there that I'm like, oh man, I just, that's that's what that's what gets me going. But that would be their, their death stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, self are fucking great. <laughs> They've got a lot of different, different, um, uh, eras and yeah, th- this is this is probably uh, hugely important. Like this this one um, really, I think this really influenced Slipknot. Like you can hear it in uh, in what they do, uh, and a lot of the n- new metal bands and post two thousands just straight up metal bands. You can hear all this this br- this flavor of Sepultura coming through in their in their stuff. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. So uh, Roots Boy Roots is going up against number fifteen, the fifteen seed Unsane. Uh, with their their biggest mainstream hit uh, <laughs> scrape, so Unsane kind of riding the line of the kind of met- metallic kind of noise rock almost kind mm-hmm. of stuff, but which is kind of they're to stand in for all those kind of like almost metal like metallic you know your Jesus lizards and your kind of like those kind of riffs M- like helmet. angular <laughs> helmet yeah I almost had a hel- I had a helmet song in here for a while and it ended up just 
uh, they, you know, they they just never palm mute enough. Where I was like, oh, is it metally enough? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. So those kind of am rep kind of bands mm. um, is a thing. Is one of the things that we didn't talk about. So unsane is kind of the stand in there. They're my favorite um, of those kind of. You know, you have your helmets, your Jesus lizards, your cows, those kind of things. Mm. So cool. Um, and scrape is great. I mean, it's. I think it, in this bracket, in this matchup, I think it gets destroyed by Sepultura. But like, you know, yeah, I'm glad that they uh, they showed up. <laughs> so, um, well, so, yeah, let's talk about un- un- Unsane first because uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, yeah. So I I hadn't heard anything by Unsane before. I don't think I'd uh, like not consciously. I'm sure I'm sure they've they've been played in places where I've been, but uh, I hadn't like listened to Unsane uh, before. Uh, and they're great. They this record really reminds me of. Um, there's a record by Entombed they did after um, uh, to ride, shoot straight, and speak the truth. They did. Uh, it, they moved away from death and roll and did a record that sounded like this. It it was all like this um, hardcore riffs and barked vocals, and it was like, man, this this sounds this doesn't sound like them, and it sounds exactly like this. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Um, it's sorry. It's yeah. much better when Unsane do this than when Entomb do this. I don't think they were very successful at it, and I, I certainly right. was not really into it when they did that. But yeah, this this is a great song. Um, yeah, it's great. It also has a, it, one of the best music videos. If you've ever, if is this you the ever skateboarding out, one? It's this is the skateboarding one, the <laughs> one that they spent two hundred dollars on because they shot like a basement show of them playing, and then like got all this uh, footage of people like wiping out on skateboards. <laughs> And it's it's just that <laughs> it's just that's all it is, and it's great. And MTV played the shit out of it. That's how I heard about Unsane, to be quite honest. I've seen that. Unsane's earlier stuff is way more freeform, noisy kind mm. of. Like they would have like a riff and feedback, and like you know, it seemed a little like it's a little looser. And they as the band progressed, and other members came in and out, they got like way tighter and getting to the point of kind of yeah that that uh scattered smothered covered album where it's just like i mean this is tight riffs just good riffs in there so yeah, yeah it's great and also telecast that guy uses a telecaster ah, enough respect <laughs> and a couple of different amps and it sounds heavy as shit this <laughs> is yeah. like really heavy like yeah th- this th- this did sound great um i like that there's a weird effect uh that came in um, like half partway through the song, like the song stops and then it's just the guitar, and then the guitar sounds really yeah. chopped up or f- uh, like like a huge noise gate's been applied to it, so it's cutting out all the time and it sounds really disturbing mm. and strange. Another band does this, and we'll, we'll talk about that again. Um, uh, but <laughs> it, it produces it produces this really weird effect on the guitar, which sounds like as I say, disturbing and strange. So I was like, this this mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I would say, unfortunately for Unsane, getting getting picked, uh, they they're up against <laughs> fucking Roots Play the Roots by Sepultura, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, and um, is just and it's what's funny about Roots Play the Roots, and this just speaks to I think the time when I heard it is I did not like it when I first heard it. I think I wasn't I just wasn't in the headspace for it, and then. Um, listening to it again for this podcast i'm like why wasn't i like rocking the shit out of this album the whole time like this is fucking awesome like it's you know i think i remembered it being like 
slower and wimpier sounding than it is like it i don't know no, i i don't know what my deal was because th- this is what brutal riffs read. sound like this is like <laughs> yeah. two notes just angrily being hammered out it's amazing and then towards the end where it, it stops and there's um it's not even a bass note it feels like some sub bass th- just thing rings out <laughs> it's like yeah bomb goes off it's like oh man these guys are amazing yeah and yeah you can just feel you could feel everyone taking that, like you could, or uh, a whole segment again, new metal specifically. Yeah. It's like you could feel everyone just like stopping and being like, "Oh shit, okay, <laughs> this is this is the thing." Um, so yeah, I think that's roots in a in a landslide, which is you know expected. Yeah, but fucking, but that that's a good insane stuff, and I I will I will be checking out that record because yeah, that time they're great. Um, okay. So the number three seed, this isn't this isn't my favorite, but I, I had to put it in here, and I feel like the internet um, would address it if it wasn't this high. Is Sleep, <laughs> um, preeminent stoner band, like kind of the one of the stoner bands. Um, I I wasn't gonna be, I I could have put one of their incredibly long, <laughs> like right. I could put Dope Smoker in here. I, I didn't because that would be intolerable to to. Have you listened to, to uh, Dope hour. Smoker or Jerusalem? Like the the uh, which, Jerusalem, I think is just Dope Smoker, but cut into nine parts and re-recorded. I'm, I'm sure there's a fucking documentary to be made about this, but who cares? <laughs> uh, have you listened to to that? Um, I tried at one point. Or I've tried, like you know, I think when I first heard about it, when I first heard about Sleep, that was I, I that was the one that I like. Oh wow! Got on the internet and and that was my like, let me try it, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like now, to be fair, I I just think that this isn't, and this is gonna, I'll I'll try to be ob- objective when we do this matchup. I just think this isn't the kind of sludgy stonery stuff that I like personally right like it's just like not um the the sabbath worship like sab what if sabbath but like we just but more repetitive and longer yeah like it's just like not my my favorite like so um i haven't even mentioned the song yet this is incredible <laughs> this, is, this is like I'll a sleep people song on the edge right of their seats <laughs> what, which, yes, which one yeah. is it so um, I went with the the internet's consensus, other than uh, Dope Smoker, which is uh, Dragon Knot. Yeah, um, is that? The f- I think it's the first song on Holy Mountain. It, mm-hmm. it might not be the first. It's on Holy Mountain though, which is yeah, their, their um, debut. Re- I think it's their debut record. Okay. Sure. I keep second guessing myself. <laughs> Just speaking confident um, sentences like a politician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Get in there. Um, and we're gonna match this up with the 14th seed, which is uh, Neurosis, um, and uh, Locust. God, uh, it's cutting off. Yeah, Locust Star. Is that right? I think it's Locust, Locust Star. Star. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and you know, we'll talk about both songs. Neurosis uh, is on here because there is a for a lot like you don't have Mastodon or. Maybe even Baron, like a lot of the like, sort of the metallic but more progressive or weirder or like dissonant kind of sludge bands. Like Neurosis is the the thing that yeah, the, they get name checked a lot. By so I felt like I had thi- to, 
thinking thinking bands. Yeah, so we had to have Neurosis in there. I, I chose uh, Locust Star, um, which is uh, a banging track. What do you think of these? Like, let's 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 talk it through. Yeah. Um. So, Dragonaut by Sleep's great. Like, I, I think it's a uh, the whole record. Holy Mountains, like, is good overall, but Dragonaut really stands out as being a a good song. It's only five minutes. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, I, I don't think it's outstays. It's welcome. Um. It, I like how there's a sudden speed change. Like they play the intro and then it then it, just, it it slots into the rest of the song and that's kind of kind of cool. I like um I like the voice. Uh, I like the bass t- tone. Um, it's it's another one of these uh, stoner bands where it sounds great. Like Electric Wizard, like it has a, a great sound to it. But they also, in this case, make a fairly tight song out of it. So um, yeah, I, I I I like this one a lot. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, for me, it's again, I think. There's bands and sleep kind of takes. I kind of because of my personal aesthetic and also trying to have a, a wide swath of stuff. I I didn't put as many wanting to sound like uh, Black Sabbath bands, yeah. like exactly like or like really Black Sabbathy bands on here. Um, because I looked at like Saint Vitus and some of the other kind of oh, seminal. Yeah, like, yeah. There was like, like trouble. Um, there's, there's quite mm-hmm. a few that are just. <laughs> what if Black Sabbath was us? <laughs> like that was. The, yeah. <laughs> that. How about yeah? Um, and sleep kind of fulfills that again. It's it's not my favorite, but I did you know it it for for sleep songs that I've heard. This is a better sleep song. It's just it's not super to my taste. So other than really nailing the vibe, I think of late sixties kind of you know it kind of sounds like that. Like you know those riffs and the production and the vocals and everything sound real sabbathy and kind of nailed that vibe it has a vibe to it um so that's kind of rad um yeah and the neurosis song i I'd, I'd not heard uh, neurosis is one of those bands that gets name checked a lot and unfortunately it was they it's like they got so f- famous or like so like so well known in, in within metal but i'd still never heard them that for some reason and i think i've done this before like i assumed i just didn't like them even though i hadn't really heard them it was, it was just like oh yeah they're really well known but I've not listened to them, so I mustn't like them. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. uh, did, did I think I hadn't really? I think I've, I think I saw them live once, though. I think I actually went to, <laughs> going to see them. Don't really remember that. Um, but yeah, the, this is a fucking great song. Um, it's I, I, and through, has, through Silver and Blood, which is the record that that's that's probably the one. That's the new racist record that you're supposed to listen to. And I always felt a bit mm. intimidated because I'm like, oh, it's probably got lots of weird time signatures or or some other kind of non-repeating kind of like it, this isn't going to be fucking Blink 182 record that's going to be easy to absorb. It's going to be challenging, and I'm like, oh, I'm never in the fucking mood to be challenged by you know <laughs> a 1990s yeah. record. Um, but yeah, this is great. Yeah, it has like. Like, yeah, again, talking about a vibe or this, like, an atmosphere to it. Like, the best Neurosis songs and this Neurosis song in general is, like, the riffs aren't super technical and it's not, you know, it's 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 just everything comes together and has, like, this kind of drama and, like, emotion to it, kind mm. of, if that can be this, like, weird about <laughs> Locust Star for a second. It just feels, you can see why not only, like, Dinky Man's metal, but also just, like, weird emo screamo bands like envy and stuff probably were really into like neurosis and and sometimes they can get a little like neurosis as a band can get a little much because they'll do things like put out albums that you're supposed to like multiple albums that you're supposed to play simultaneously and shit and it's like 
all right, pump your brakes. <laughs> like, just put out, just put out a good album. What are we, what are we doing? But um, Locust Star was one that, like, I definitely was like, I think Sleep, like, wants you to vibe out the Dragon Knot, but I was more like, kind of swept away and vibed out to like Locust Star. Like, I, I maybe again, part of this is my own aesthetic, maybe, but yeah, like the. The guitar tones, the whole like, it's, I don't know. It's, I, it's incredible. I'm I, super into it. I find it. it really hard to pick between, to be honest. But um, yeah, maybe maybe Neurosis because uh, like for a, for a band that I'd not heard very much about, it's like I was more impressed by that than I was revisiting uh, Dragonaut, which I which I, I know I like. Um, and they did some other stuff actually. Sweet uh, Sleep. Uh, they did uh, the Sciences uh, last year's mini album two years ago. Uh, and that, yeah. that was that was good as well, but. Um, yeah, I think Holy Mountains really where they 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 sound the best, and yeah, kind of this this is probably one of their best songs. So it was it was well chosen, but yeah, I think maybe maybe Neurosis beats it. Okay, all right, you can totally though. I know I I uh, I trumped you on Electric Wizard, so <laughs> at any point if you want to trump my picks sure, uh, sure. for whatever reason, um, I don't think that's going to happen in this next matchup, which is our fourth seed, White Zombie. Thunder Kiss, 65, um, which, uh, you know, is a very, very important song for a young Paul Morgan. <laughs> and then uh, that's going to uh, that's going to uh, match up against number 13, um, I think, Heroes to Many, and from our, our neck of the woods, the Melvins, with the song Honey Bucket. Um, your thoughts on either of let's, these? Let's start with the Melvins. Um, so yeah, the, when when that song first starts off, it has that that guitar thing I was talking about that Unsane has. Where uh, did you notice this? Like there was, it's almost like a tremolo applied to it, or a noise mm-hmm. gate, or something. And it's like that's not how that's supposed to sound. That's really weird, I cu- and I quite like that. Um, and they were playing some really weird off kilter riff at the beginning. It's like either not in four four, or it just sounds odd. And then it slots into the actual riff, and you're ah, oh, this is fucking great. And it gets the head banging part. Um, of all the Melbourne songs I've heard, and I, I dug it, I listened to this and a few others on Houdini and a few others on um, the one before that that was that was the other hit. Is that um, Gluey Porch Treatments? Or? No, it was um, no, the one uh, with um, uh, <laughs> Stoner Witch, I think. Stoner Witch. Oh, yeah. Stoner, yeah, totally. Um, the Melbourne stuff, it's kind of, it's really hard to get hold of, but it all kind of sounds the same. <laughs> like, it, they, and they have a couple of different i know and definitely melvin's fans are going to get it they're going to at mention us on this but it's like i know that they have a couple of different like radical changes and kind of musical direction throughout their career we picked i think the direction that makes the most sense with this list too which is like that period where they stopped being a, a hardcore band and decided that they were going to like low tune and play like weird slow sludgy like stoner riffs and like yell yeah this sludge sludge is definitely what this is like i think this is yeah. uh, probably very influential to a bunch of other bands to certainly get this sound like they have a, a great sound on this record yeah in it in, in considering i you know um i think that record came out before uh, you know your electric wizards and stuff mm, yeah th- it approaches that level of like low tune fuzz wall of death kind of like but there's crazy there's more to riffs. it though isn't there than, than just uh than just the, the low tune like just put playing at like a sun amp 
you know, just cranked. There's there's almost like the like unsane how they they're not um, down tuned stoner band. They're, they're something they're as you said, abrasive. This is both. Yeah. This is the yes. the super detuned stoner and horribly abrasive, which is which is great. <laughs> totally. It, it just it sounds great and it's a really good song. Yes. Fortunately for them, they're up against White Zombie's Thundercat 65, which is mint. It's, it's so fucking good. It is. I, I never is... get sick of this song. <laughs> yeah. And it's one that, like, on paper, seems like it shouldn't super work because it's got one good riff, <laughs> and then the guitars play, like, just pretty much a guitar solo. Yeah, and it's a shitty kind of bluesy thing it's not the rest of the time like there's just like it's like we'll play this good riff and then we're gonna start like just like noodling <laughs> and then we'll go back to the good riff and it's like and you know this is before uh rob zombie i think mastered the studio techniques that allow him to scream in different keys and so he's <laughs> kind of just like screaming in one key the whole he's just got the one thing that he's doing and it's great, it, and it's um, it's incredible. There's like dumb samples in it for no reason. Yes. It's the best. The, the samples, the samples might be my favorite part. <laughs> I it's don't like, try anything. I just do it. It's like yes, I don't care what movie this is from. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's the best, and it's you know I don't know if this is the obvious. I know this. I know for a fact this wasn't the obvious white zombie choice. No, the, the, uh, most... the the record that came after this had more more hits on it, and you could even make a case yeah. for Black Sunshine. Although I think, on, to be honest, on a less extra record, it's got to be Thundercat sixty five. It is this, uh, yeah. It is this. Yeah, most people would say, "Well, you're gonna do Supercharger Heaven, or you have to do More Human Than Human." Is the song that mm. people actually like? More Human Than Human was their hit. Supercharger Heaven's the thing that people like yeah i know no one's like do electric head or whatever but like so i think those would have been the obvious choices and also and no one's writing for their weird period before they became like an actual like metal band no and they were just I, like I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> also going for no pick one of the b-sides of fucking astro creep where, where it's just this long sort of jazz odyssey of like we've run out of ideas guys <laughs> How about no good riffs and just some samples? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Before uh, before they can afford samples and like <laughs> custom amps and uh, Ivan as Iceman's, it was just like, what about like Soul Crusher is like ninety percent feedback. Like it's just like not great, right? Like, um, so like you know, th this is those two albums are definitely peak White Zombie, and I could have picked the bigger hits, but man, Thunder Kiss is just. In my opinion, the the best thing. It's great, that they did. and it's one of those riffs where, like, even even as a, as a junior guitar player, you can, you can pick it up and just play that riff over and over again and never get sick of it. <laughs> it's great. They, they at their best, they had that because more human than human uh, caused a bunch of dudes who <laughs> normally wouldn't play with slide to just get a slide and immediately play that riff, like yeah. you know, with no slide I, training. I'm putting my hand up. I, I, I definitely did exactly that. <laughs> in 1995 <laughs> yeah yeah that wasn't like slides weren't a thing that anyone thought they needed if you're playing like punk rock before that and then and metal before that and then all of a sudden it's like i guess i gotta get a fucking slide now yeah. this bullshit like <laughs> man like 
<laughs> so, um, it's weird that we I mostly kind of made fun of it, but man, Thunderkiss, like I remember hanging out like like at a friend's house and people like it was like a bunch of people were over and they all independently brought music and someone just brought that album and I don't know that I had heard it before and they were like playing a couple of songs and then when that song came on I think I had like I had them like make a cassette copy of it like because I'm old I'm outing myself as being old because this is the time when this would have been a new album like and so I was like okay you gotta like I gotta make a recording of that because like I need to listen to that right now like when I'm not around you so um (laughs) I remember being super into it so nostalgia plus it being awesome equals yeah I I think it it, it totally holds up I think it's uh (laughs) yeah okay so thunder kiss moving on um okay uh Fifth seed, next matchup, fifth seed, Mastodon, going with Blood and Thunder, their kind of first big hit, kind of, and still seminal song. Uh, matching up against our 12th seed, uh, I think a song that we may or may not have talked about on a previous podcast, depending on how things shake out, um, Deftones, My Own Summer, Bracket, Shove It. Um, your thoughts on these? Uh, well, let's, let's start with Mastodon, then. Um, damn. Yes. The, the, the way the way this starts with the, it's it's just the riff, but played not exactly clean, but like on a clean-ish channel of let's say an orange yeah. amp. Oh, it's like it, it's pretty exciting, and then it, and then it comes in. You're like, oh, this is very exciting. <laughs> like, this the, yeah. I don't love everything Mastodon do, but this one is a fucking belter. And the the breakdown um, where I guess um, it, it sort of slows down. It's, it's screaming about like. Uh, it, obviously, the it's, dude from Clutch, I think, is, is screaming about some. Fuck! Is, is it really Neil? <laughs> I was gonna say because it sounds like it yes. sounds like Clutch. It sounds like Clutch's lyrics. <laughs> like, is it is that actually Neil Fallon? It is. It, it totally is. They they had they had the dude from yeah. He's they used to have more guests come in for oh. a song like and so yeah, it's totally him. <laughs> I was gonna sound so smart. I was gonna say, that sounds like Clutch. <laughs> it's like what fuck it, it is. Sure does. <laughs> like, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah this, this, this obviously wins. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> this is the, yeah, this is the I, only way I'm going to get clutch to go through. So. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, this is and this is off of uh, Mastodon's kind of breakthrough album. They had um a couple of like EPs kind of things, and then the Remission album before that, which has uh, March of the Fire Ants, <laughs> which they still play live and is also a great song. But Leviathan was like that was when people outside of kind of sludgy metal we're like oh what's this what's this mastodon band like what's yeah. going on with that it's and blood thunder is the opening track that's just like how it starts you know it almost seems hard to go wrong with this band but um and i'm, I'm not the, the hugest fan of them but that yeah that I, every time I, I every time i put a song that i've not heard but on by them i really like it so i should i should probably yeah. <laughs> should probably settle down and start start playing their records so back just, to back. just yeah just admit that you like mastodon yeah. <laughs> it's okay you can totally do it uh, yeah this is brilliant um and this is up against uh, speaking about yeah i was gonna say up against the band that clearly i think took some roots bloody roots uh notes yeah. um as well deftones with one of their like i don't know tastier riffs mm. like a bit like you know like it's just a fucking good riff it is this is a great song 
Uh, if if this was up against something else, it 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 might it might definitely go through. But oh man, that, that fucking <laughs> fucking mess that was like. But yeah, just to, just to talk about this for a bit. This is really good. Um, I like his I like his weird voice. Um, that's a very you know in the in the in the verse where he's really um like he sounds all injured, <laughs> like he's all like he's all breathy. He's all Trent Reznor. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah, this this is a really good song. Um. It, and it, it gets it done and it doesn't stay out, outstay its welcome um i, I like the la- when the last chorus comes around that's good um and yeah and it sounds heavy it, it sounds heavier than you than you would expect I, for some reason i never think of the deftones as being a particularly heavy band but yeah this is this this kicks ass it does it all it it does have um we should just i don't know if we again i we might be retreading stuff depending on if that ever podcast ever sees the light of day. I think that we talked oh, the about the one where we just talk ever. about my own summer show for an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know the the my own summer podcast. <laughs> um, the drums. If we could just talk about the drums for a second on the song, um, that snare is very high. <laughs> it's it's like not a particularly heavy drum sound. It works in context of the song, but. It's got a real like tapping on a Pringles can kind of sound, <laughs> which is like I think like a very '90s thing to do, you know, like to. Yeah, maybe it's like a grindcore like piccolo snare that they just put in this band. Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty crazy. Like you know, again, it, it works in context of the band, but in any other context, that would you, you would ask that dude to uh, tune the snare down <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> It's a real like Saint Anger vibe. Um, <laughs> oh, it's happening. not that bad. <laughs> no, it sounds better than that. But yeah, um, yeah, I I agree. I like both of these songs. Like, yeah, I would listen to either of these songs like in in a heartbeat. But um, got to be on there, right? Yeah, I would agree that you you it feels like feels like you have if one yeah i don't know blood like uh, blood and thunder you know you got the clutch thing you got the the yelling you got the sweet riffs and the harmony like the harmonized riffing oh yeah that's burly and it's great does it actually have a guitar solo or is it just that harmonized riff musical interlude bit it's like a musical interlude bit it's not it's not i don't remember like a shredding fucking solo no but it like it's it kind of break it stops yeah like play a riff just keeps adding harmonies to it like it's just that's like right suddenly there's just so many there's like so many harmonies to yeah. it and it um maiden sometimes do a and, similar uh, thing but they usually also then go into an actual guitar solo and this doesn't does it it's kind of it's almost restrained <laughs> like yeah in, in that way like yeah they hadn't quite gotten to the what if we played really long guitar solos phase at this point in their career eventually there's like mastodon songs that just have now there's they just have like real guitar solos but at that point i think they're still like oh we gotta we gotta keep this pure and just have weird leads and riffs um i, I liked it when uh metal bands had a thing about like we, we can't do guitar solos that they're for like show off metal bands <laughs> like, and, but the, the guys could all like really fucking play so they just wrote really hard riffs <laughs> like <laughs> totally um okay uh this is okay. This is I should say that this is the point in the list where this might get they might start getting um I don't know it might be a wash. There's now there's a lot more wild cards coming up. So um or bands yeah. that maybe aren't as rad. Things are starting to spread out quite a lot now. We've got we've got some very strange things coming up. 
<laughs> we should do starting with our sixth seed, Mashuga. Do not look down. Versus number eleven seed. This is this is a little redundant because we already have Pantera, <laughs> but let's do it. Lamb of God. Uh, shit. L- laid to can... laid to rest. Laid to waste. Laid to rest. Laid to rest. Yep. <laughs> laid to rest. Um. I will say I put Meshuga in here. I'm not actually a super big Meshuga fan, but people are. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they, they get name They started a lot. that gent thing. Yeah. Well, they started that whole gent thing. That is the giant thing now. Like, and that is people listening to Meshuga and trying to figure out what Meshuga's doing. Yeah. Because it's somewhat impenetrable on first listens a lot of time. This song, this particular song, isn't super impenetrable, but other Meshuga songs can be like. Yeah. slightly brain boggling yeah <laughs> like, this one wasn't too too baffling was it i think it's um it's not yeah. straight four four all the way through but but it seems to be um like a riff you can if not play then at least understand <laughs> like you can listen to it and go okay uh yeah yeah it sounds great like i was I, i've not heard a production like this before it's i guess it's like seven string guitars maybe maybe detuned to, to something or maybe that's just how seven string guitars are tuned and it's really tight it's like really noise gated in the sense of like it's everything sounds perfect like it stops on a dime kind mm-hmm. of thing there's no leaking feedback or buzz or anything like that it's it's like this is oh, this no, is yeah. surgically done like like <laughs> mutt lang has just gone in like note by note and arranged everything perfectly um yeah it's 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 um like machine crafted kind of stuff um it, so it has a great sound um so all it needs once you once you crack that you, then you just need to put a good song on top of it and this is pretty good like um it's not exactly yeah. my kind of thing but um and, and they, 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 they do the i'm sure you want to point this out the allison change trick of like not mentioning the song title don't mention the song title and then right at the end <laughs> i was gonna bring that up um <laughs> yeah they're they haven't they haven't stolen allison chain's crown but they definitely <laughs> they definitely deployed it to pretty good effect yeah. yeah i would say a thing i would say about the guitars in this is while they're undoubtedly multiple stringed like more strings than would normally be on a mm-hmm. guitar and detuned the tone itself is not as distorted and not as like heavy like bassy and like no saturated as you would think like uh, most metal bands probably before Meshuggah and now you hear this a lot because people listen to the Meshuggah sound and that's how you people trying to replicate that is how you kind of got that chin thing yeah it's, it's, everything's very well articulated and for some yeah, i always think of the as being like the guitarist percussion like you just it's all x's and o's and it you, it's it's a like open e or clunk and it's not yeah. it's not that at all like there are actual riffs going on i'm sure shitty de bands i'm sure are, are exactly that but sure uh, <laughs> this is uh this is more uh more complicated than that and it does matter what notes you play and and you're right it's it's like they've got the gain halfway up and it's you can hear the everything being played um, yeah it's like kind of chimey and like yeah it's like very 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 articulate mm-hmm. like compared to like you know you listen to some death metal bands where it's like i can see your fingers moving really <laughs> fast but i can't really like yeah, <laughs> or so, grindcore sometimes yeah, some of those grindcore like, you actually go oh you 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 are doing the same riff every single time. I can see that you've practiced really hard, but it doesn't make a blind bit of fucking difference, man. <laughs> I can just, I, t- I can just hear the drums. Like it's like, yeah, I cannot like discern a thing. Like, um, so this is like the opposite of that. Where like, you know, I think a lot of like fresh dudes would be like, man, you gotta get, gotta turn, 
get some more gain in there. And they're like, no, we're just, we'll be low tuned and, mm-hmm. and we'll play stuff and we'll play like weird, there'll be some weird chords in there. Or it's like, like naughty riffs and they'll be very like articulate. But because it's like heavier strings and low tune, it, it gives the guitar this weird kind of seasick kind of fe- like it has like a weird feeling to like the way those low notes sound because they're like not overly gainy but they're really bassy because they're you know hmm. b strings or whatever um which you only kind of get from this song but i think other mashuga songs and other obviously bands like that you get that feeling um this is yeah this is better than a lot of mashuga stuff that i i feel like i've heard in the past it didn't really like stick to my ribs as like a song though like no i, I couldn't i couldn't know? tell you much about it it was mainly like i said the production that really kind of blew me away of, of being like that yeah mm-hmm. this, it sounds great but there's in this case not that much it's not terrible but you know some stuff's too repetitive or um or just like is offensively bad or something but this, this just is unmemorable which i don't it's in, in the worst crime yeah i kind of think part of what lets it down i think is the singer vocalist dude is is like a kind of like a, a st- standard metal shouter you know mm. <laughs> and it feels like the rest of the band is like weirder than that like like you know like the drums are doing like weird stuff and classic you know famously Mashuga's drummers is like we'll play at different time signatures than everyone else in the band and like make it even more off kilter and the riffs are kind of off kilter and the dude is just kind of like He's like the Michael Anthony of that group who's just like holding it down, like doing this, the, the obvious thing. And I don't know if that's like, maybe that helps people get into how weird the rest of it can be. Yeah. But it's also like, sometimes it's like, oh, I wish, I wish there was another layer to, to, you know, this. Cause it, it's it, like, it seems obvious screaming. to say, oh, there'd be a better band if Mike Patton or Neil Fallon were singing for them. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, if they had someone with a bit more, um, might personality than, than than this fella. Uh, that that might that might help them out because yeah, they 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 sound really good. Otherwise, I'm I'm not really a, a sugar fan either. I mean, I yeah. only really heard this and probably like this is the only one I the, the, I know I've heard. <laughs> Unless you're right. going to describe another video in which more, more skateboarders almost get killed and oh that's my <laughs> sugar. <laughs> no, that, no. As far as I know, I don't know if they've done music videos. If they have, it's probably them looking pensive uh, <laughs> with too many strings. <laughs> really concentrated just, just on the riff some weird minimalist <laughs> like <laughs> yeah and, and like a real like yes in a white void um a band whose singer has definitely made some stronger choices would be <laughs> our 11th seed lamb of god with laid the rest um steven how do you feel about uh sing talking in songs how does that yeah, I, uh, <laughs> hmm. this I've heard some other stuff by, by Lamb of God because they came up on our top 50, 50 bands ever. And I can't remember what we... I think we, we pulled in, like... I, I probably went to, like, This Is Lamb of God on Spotify and played, played a bunch of their songs. And some of them were really good, like, stood out as being like, oh, yeah, I can, like... We should just replace all of Pantera in history with just <laughs> with just Lamb of God. Make it slightly less problematic? Question mark. Don't know what's going on with Lamb of God. But... At least that's an open question and not like a closed case. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yes. this song's kind of wimpy. I was kind of <laughs> not impressed with like maybe it's just because it's been up against like this fucking electric wizard level like uh, stoner bands and stuff like that. But the guitars on this seemed a bit 
it was like 80s kind of heavy. It's like, ah, oh, you guys, we're going to get really heavy with our Behringer distortion pedal into this <laughs> PV practice amp. Uh, <laughs> Did this, this, uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed with how heavy this was. I, I like the riff, and I think, you know, for a, I mean, a very Pantera esque sort of start stop. Yeah, yeah. High, high squealy kind of riff. Like, I think that's good. I, again, I can't. Um, I always will laugh when someone low talks some <laughs> very serious lyrics. <laughs> and and that, it has it. Every time it comes up, I forget that that's the thing that happens at some one point in the song. And it happens. And I'm like, I have to start laughing. Like, Fuck. <laughs> no one stop this like they had many opportunities to stop this and they they did yeah they didn't they stop it um, made that record <laughs> um you know this is a track that the, the internet thinks highly of um i think one of the f- some of the tracks that were like above it i think were almost too fresh ah okay like has, i see Th- that's why that, this one um yeah because I, yeah. I, I kind of have them bracketed as more of a I know they sound like Pantera, but I always thought it was more of a thrash band or like more traditional, like that kind of heavy metal than they are groove. But yeah, I don't think then again, I don't know a huge deal about them. So maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Like their, their hit seems to be, uh, now you have, uh, something to die for is like, seems to be everyone's, but that is like a really pretty thrashy song. So I had that laid in and I listened to it and I was like, "Mm." We need something that like grooves a little harder, and this is the fallback that people still really liked, even though it's got low talking in it. And uh, <laughs> but might have done them a disservice for um, any sort of upset potential because this song maybe isn't as strong compared to other stuff. Yeah, um, I, I think um, um, other other Lamb of God songs would would beat that Meshuggah song for me, but I think in this case. It's it's just not very good. So if I put the Meshuggah song above it, I don't know. Wait, wait. Yeah, I'll 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 go with that. That seems fair. Um, moving on because we're making a meal out of this. Um, seven seed might be too high, but I did it anyway because I like the song and fuck it. It's my I was making a bracket. Is the sword. Uh, who toured with both Lamb of God and Metallica at one point. And, and Mastodon, uh, the sword right? with. Uh, I don't know. Mast- oh, I don't think Mastodon was on that bill. Uh, oh they, no, I thought I'm I mean, sure thought the sword and Mastodon played together. Uh, they probably have as well. That would make sense. Uh, the sword with how heavy this axe, a uh, very seventies sounding <laughs> uh, production that we'll talk about. Um, going up against the Tim Seed Baroness, take my bones away. Um, what do you reckon? Um, so I like both of these songs. I when they start, I think they sound very similar. Like when um when the swords start and overall they don't like they're not similar sounding bands but right at the beginning when the swords start up I'm like I I was like oh is this the Baroness track no no this is the this is the sword uh there's something about the twin guitar attack at the beginning of both those songs uh mm-hmm. that I think sounds um similar uh but if we if we focus sure. on uh, the sword for a bit um yeah this, this is good <laughs> this is uh. It, it, this is some some well written. Um, it's it's not exactly stoner, but it approaches. It's more seventy stoner rock than it is um, anything else. I think it's that that sort of 
uh, vibe. Yeah, but it's it's heavier than it doesn't. It's not like Fu Manchu or something that has riffs. This is there's still like a metal aspect to it, but it is definitely like the riffs are crunchier than Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu's riffs are nice and rounded out and Sabbathy. This 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 is a bit more has a bit more attack or something. It has yeah, and it's like chuggy still, yeah. but it is like but it is like bell bottoms, long hair, <laughs> mustaches. Yeah, this is the band that Cliff Burton should have formed. Yeah, and what what I like about one of the things I, well, what I like about this, not only is the production, the vibe and everything and the song, I think is good and catchy, but um, they do this interesting thing that I seem to be incapable of doing, which is, is the guitars that they use two guitars and it's very well orchestrated and there appears to be like no overdubs other than those two guitars. And so they've like thought out their parts in a way to where they can make it heavy and not heavy sounding or have dynamics just using those two guitars like like choosing when to have one of the guitars harmonize and when one of the guitars like palm mutes and stuff they do that without like adding extra guitars oh. like if you listen it's just like it's just those two guitars the whole time like they could play it live and it would sound exactly the same um that's just well crafted i don't know if anyone else would care about that but like i, I i'm kind of like normally you would for people who don't play music normally you would like if you want to put a harmony on something, you would maybe keep a rhythm guitar going down and just record an extra harmony. You wouldn't necessarily like stop playing that riff to harmonize. Like you wouldn't necessarily do that when you're recording. That can sound great as well, and, and that, that's generally what. Um, yeah. That's certainly when when I've tried to record more complicated stuff. That's that's what I do. But yeah, th- th- it's it is cool when you hear um, w- when you hear a band uh, accept the limitations of like. Yeah, but but really, we're gonna have two guitar, or even like we're gonna have one guitar player. So yeah. the solo goes, the the rhythm guitar drops out, and it's just solo over a bass that can sound great. And similarly with two guitars, you've got even more to play with, and you can, uh, you, you can have a chugging, uh, <laughs> chugging riff with a solo over it, and then a harmonized bit with no chugging riffs, and it's really, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as you say, uh, dynamic. It shows, um, yeah, it, 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 but you don't, it doesn't call attention to it, and it sounds right, and it shows that they like really. It's well crafted. Mm. I just appreciate the craft of that on top of the fact that I think it just like nails nails the vibe that they were like it nails that seventies shit that they're going for. Like it's you know, it's, it sounds like it would be in like a rough boxing movie or some fucking you know, or some fantasy shit. Like it just sounds right. So I think it's rad. Um another band that is very considered um with their tones uh, not as stripped down, obviously, as Baroness. Mm. Like, Take My Bones Away has many sections and many awesome guitar tones <laughs> throughout it. If you're, yeah. if you enjoy uh, o- fuzzy octave riffs and <laughs> you know weird interludes and stuff, obviously the song's pretty rad. I think, but I think it'd be hard to argue that this isn't a better song in the sense of like mm-hmm. it's. This is another really well crafted song. It has lots of different parts to it. The, the intro isn't the intro sounds like it might be the verse but it isn't it's like a separate intro piece i think uh <laughs> it's uh the the solo um i don't know if it, in, I, I think it's not even a guitar so i think it's a bit like the the um mastodon thing where it's just it's just some really cool instrumental harmonized riffing and then the, some synths come in and you're like, oh this is the fucking best <laughs> them synths um yeah. and it, a really catchy um catchy chorus and the the riff itself sounds like it's tapped. Like it sounds really hard to play. It sounds like uh, 
it's like it's all yeah. like it's like it's got to be at least two octaves that riff it's mental like it's not what you it's not what you sit down and fucking play like it's it's crazy um so I'm, yeah i'm really into this one and the, like i said the chorus is yeah. great yeah, Baroness does this thing where they have a really interesting... There's a lot of harmonized guitars in it, but they pick interesting intervals to harmonize. Again, not getting too, like, weird music theory-ish on it, but, like, it's not the, like... Yeah, it's not the obvious way of doing it. It's, it's not the 101 kind of, like, oh, I'll just, get you know, do the fifth kind of thing. It's, like, they have a weird way of kind of putting that stuff together and, like, formatting stuff. And sometimes Baroness, like can be a little long-winded that's my only kind of dig on Baroness yeah stuff I, I don't like their like records all the way through I listen to I think um either yellow and green or purple or the new one and it, I find them hard to get through and they are long but when they have a hit like this and shock me and there was there's a couple of others wait the wait the, wait the kiss the kiss song <laughs> yeah Ace really yeah. shocked me. Like, um, <laughs> um so, sorry. Wear, wear, wear your black leather. <laughs> Change your name to Trevor. I can't remember what the what the words are. <laughs> Ter- terrible song. Um, but no. But, but when they have a hit, it's like it's really good. Like when they can, when they turn that on, that they're they're, uh, they're, they're, they're they can be a fantastic band. Yes. Okay. So do you think they they were fantastic enough on this song then to to pull the upset, take out the sword? Yes, yes, I do. I agree. <laughs> okay, this is last and maybe least. Oh yeah, <laughs> of the of the round one matchups. Um, oh, definitely least. This is a battle of <laughs> this. <laughs> this is this is a weird. I wanted to have some more doom on this list like i felt like i needed more doom and so i asked the internet i dialed up google the google machines and i said what doom song would what's the what's one of the best doom doom songs i I need to know and they came up with to me a wild card selection maybe it's not maybe to people who love doom this is the obvious answer but uh a band called weed eater with a song called good luck um and good uh god luck good speed so God Luck and Good Speed, which I believe is a title track off of the record. Yes. And um, so that's our eighth seed. And our ninth seed, which uh, probably a more courageous person or a person who didn't have uh, ideals like me would have put this band much higher. Um, but I just can't do it. Uh, is Tool. Hard to deny Tool's influence and impact on music. I'm just not... Yeah, but it's it's fun to deny it too, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I chose, um, I chose kind of I think one of their first sort of breakthrough songs off of the Undertow album, uh, a song called "Prison Sex," because I think it's one of their better, even though production kind of leads lets them down a little bit. I think it's one of their better kind of riffs, and it's a tighter composition than their later <laughs> stuff that can get a little cumbersome with being super long and uh, redundant. So we got a Weed Eater Tool matchup for eight and nine. Yeah. Um. I guess it's a battle of who's the least bad. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so that that weed eater song when it starts, it, it's kind of um, it sounds live. It sounds like it's a it's being recorded live, uh, which it may well be. Um, not like in front of 
humans, but just like in, alive in a room kind of thing, like multiple mics, yeah. band, go kind of, um, kind of thing. I don't know if it's actually recorded that way, but it, 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 it sounds like that. Like it sounds like there's no overdubs. We're just, just fucking doing this uh, really raw, um, not like the opposite of Meshuggah. It's, it's weird that Meshuggah is in the, is in the same list as this. Um, <laughs> a little bit like Electric Wizard, but uh, yeah. e- even more... Um, it riffs are even bigger like the, the the guitar sounds even even bigger than that um probably because they're using probably more like um messes rather than sun kind of amps that, that kind of thing so more 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 mids um so it comes roaring out of the speakers at you um and it's really fucking slow like it, it's <laughs> it's a shame <laughs> it's too slow <laughs> it's fucking slow See, I think I think this is the oppressive doom that again is maybe not um, all the way to our taste. Sometimes, yeah. um, I was okay. Like I was okay with this. I think strong Electric Wizard vibes. It's like people I think who might have heard Electric Wizard, and you know, there's a bunch of bands like this, like Conan, and there's a bunch oh, of bands yeah. like this. I think that like <laughs> I really like Conan. Um, keep sort of um, zombie and bands like that, where it's like they keep. They they heard the like that kind of sludgy like full body fuzz doom doom stuff, as opposed to the Black Sabbath doom stuff. Mm. But like this like uh, coffins is in there too, I think. Yeah. And uh, just kind of keep up in the ante of like slow like craziness. I think I actually like this song because it's compact. It's a pretty relatively short song for how slow it is. <laughs> like it doesn't repeat a lot. Um. The lyrics slightly let it down because there is some like hilarious, from what I can discern, there's some hilarious like. Oh, m- mankind is unkind, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one. That was the one I was gonna bring up. I heard that and laughed, and then the song hypnotized me, and I forgot that that was the lyric I heard, and then when it came back around, I laughed at it again, <laughs> like a second time. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I can't. Oh, he 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 pulled it out again. That's a chorus riff, man. Um, so this is fine. If the internet hadn't thought that highly about it, I definitely would have put something else here. It's not like I was like, "Weed Eater" has to be on this list. If anything, for bands like this, Coffins is kind of my preferred. Weird, slow, super noisy, super. Yeah, I've I've heard a couple things by them, and I I think I in my case I did put Conan just because. Partly local, lo- local pride. They're from Liverpool, but um, they're also really good. Like they got, they got some mm-hmm. fucking ridiculously heavy. They, they call themselves a uh, caveman battle doom. Is their is their particular <laughs> brand, which I think is incredible good, stuff. Um, yeah, and so could it, yeah, something else could have gone here, but I defaulted again to when the list of like doom stuff and it might be like i don't know if it's because i think this is a more relatively more recent like thing like people it seems like have defaulted to this so that's how we get it here ranking on where it actually falls is a little bit arbitrary and for matchup purposes (laughs) so yeah i thought thought Um, it was okay um what about your boys (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah my my boys You see this tattoo here of, of the the tool logo, the, the massive, the, the t- with the the wrench with the balls, the balls wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, no, I I I'm not super into tool at all. Um, 
and I've, I'm sure I've heard the song before, and then you know, actually properly sat down and listened to it. I really like this. This is a this is actually a good song, and I was really surprised. It reminded me of Soundgarden. Like his voice in particular. This sounds going to sound re- weird because you never think of Chris Cornell and Maynard James Keenan as sounding in any way similar, but they kind of does on this song. Like there's he, he sing articulates and sings really clearly. And mm-hmm. every so often, you, I feel like, oh, this, he's about to say, "Gonna break this rusty cage." <laughs> Doesn't never quite goes there. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think part of that might be helped out a little bit with the production because the production is, it is that '90s rock yeah, production, yeah, like alternative rock production, where you're like, I could tell, the band probably wanted this to be heavier, <laughs> and instead, they got this because it's like. There's a bunch of good riffs in the song. Like the opening riff is like good, and but the guitars are so small sounding. They sound they're tight, but they're like small. Yeah, like they're like real. I don't know. They're not like, quite clean, but way cleaner than the, like obviously fucking weed eater was playing this. It would sound, <laughs> sound very different. It'd but, be unintelligible. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's the kind of riff that it it could it would sound fucking huge played through played through. You know, <laughs> different amps, but it sounds quite good. I I, I like the mm-hmm. the um uh you know the the Meshuggah kind of kind of tone that that they've used. Yeah, what I what I really love, I I actually really like this song a lot, even though I I make fun of Tool for a variety of reasons. A lot of it is actually Tool fans more. Yeah, that, that and, oh that's totally fair. <laughs> and I think how self indulgent. I think some of it is frustrations too. In that I think. Undertow and Anima, uh, Anemia, however you pronounce the second, the other, that third album they put out. <laughs> it has like Schism and Stink Fist, or has Stink Fist and like, a, you know, uh, a bunch of songs that were hits in the 90s are good. But they got to a point where they're like incapable of writing songs that are under like seven or eight minutes long. Yeah. You know, like this like real interminable, like weird time signature nonsense instead of writing like these kind of songs that are like really listenable you know yeah (laughs) so um so uh yeah so and did i ever actually say the name of the song that we're talking about yeah prison sex but we'll we'll just we'll just make that very clear okay we're talking about that yes so um off of undertow um a thing that i love about this song is actually um you know, it's got a good riff and it's got a catchy chorus that's messed up. Everything you want out of a '90s alternative <laughs> metal album. And then, but it gets to this breakdown where I like the I found some temporary sanity in this part, and the chords are like really major and dramatic on that part. Like it just like the song just sort of switches, and I think it sounds really really cool. Yeah. Like again, it's never like songwriting craft thing. That's just like that, oh, that's really cool. The that way they sounded did that. a bit more like oh, like grungy or like uh, like mm-hmm. altern- alternative, but northwest alternative kind of like fr- from here kind of kind of band. Sure, uh, totally. Which they're not. Are they? They're not, I'm not sure where they're, they're from, but I know they're uh, not. Whatever. California. Not. I know they're not a local hero. Um. So yeah, that, that, that this is a this this is a really good song. I think it's um I think it's a better song than uh, Goldwork and Goodspeed. Um okay. even though we need to have a, a the, the the sound is a little bit more more to my taste, but I think this is straight up a better song. Okay. So let's just all right, so we've we've finally gotten through. <laughs> yeah, we got into that. We uh 
the uh the opening the opening thing. So let's 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 put the put the pedal down. Work work through <laughs> this next um ruthless this efficiency. Next, these next maximums. <laughs> um okay. So starting from the top again. Um Pantera's Walk versus Tool Prison Sex. Where do we come out? I'm gonna have to cut these massive pauses while we think about it. Yeah. Um I might go tool, actually. I'm surprising myself a I, little bit. It's funny, both Pantera and Tool, I just like there's things I don't just like don't like about the bands or like about either of those bands. Um and I think they're both uneven, like over obviously over like all their albums. And so they're not my favorite metal even neither of these are my would be in my top metal, like metal bands of all time. And so we're matching them up, it's weird, but they're also both of the like mainstream wise, I think, most like influential like or listened to metal bands. Yeah, that's true. The, since the nineties. And so it's funny that we immediately got to this sort of like this is the this is definitely like the mainstream like what to the two cover this is a conversation that happened in basements probably <laughs> from time to time since like 1997 um i i think i would give it to tool because i think prison sex is a better song and i think it's a little more thoughtfully composed maybe yeah and it doesn't have phil and so yeah the bonus marks for lack of anselmo's so i'm gonna drink some of mainers uh his vineyards wine <laughs> and just toasted her success in this round. Um, our next matchup, Mastodon, Blood and Thunder <laughs> going against White Zombie. Oh, for Thunder fuck's Kiss. sake. I was hoping this would happen later. So, this is the Battle of the Thunders. Like, this is an elemental battle. Oh. Yeah, this, this, is, this is really hard. I'm tempted to go Mastodon. He, here's why I'm going to go Mastodon. And this is purely, this is, this is some of this is uh, maybe slightly arbitrary or whatever, but I've talked a lot of, about craft. Weird, the songwriting craft <laughs> in this. Um, yeah, you, c- you it, couldn't really give it to White Zombie of the kind of like, what if we have a reference of samples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fact that they sort of defaulted to. Um, they got lucky. <laughs> The, the fact that they defaulted to like just noodle, like it seems to be the direction to the guitar player was just like noodle a bit. Like that's where I'm like, I feel like Mastodon, they they labored over blood. And They've not for a wasted while, they, any notes on this song, have they? And yeah, maybe maybe White Zombie have. It's <laughs> honestly that, 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 is, that was close though. But you're right. If if we if we if we apply the rule of songwriting, then Mastodon is in a, in a walk. But oh. Just yeah. the two songs back to back, which is best. <laughs> yeah. Man, this next round is going to be interesting when we get to that. But first, we got to decide who who wins out of Neurosis, Locust Star, versus Meshuggah, Do Not Look Down. Probably Neurosis, I think. With the, with the end, where, where they got three different voices all, all, all shouting and screaming over each other. That sounds pretty good. Meshuggah do that yeah. one thing... The main thing I like about Meshuggah is like how that sounded, and the ma- the thing mm. about Neurosis, I like how it sounds and the song. So that's why I put that yes. one forward. So, yeah, I would I would say that too. Man, Neurosis is crushing it <laughs> out of like a fairly low. I am, I am gonna have to listen to Neurosis. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I like them. Man, we this is like this podcast is just we're finding out about ourselves. This is therapy. Um, 
this this is going to be an interesting this is an interesting matchup. So our last one for the um the quarterfinals. Um Baroness take my bones away versus Sepultura roots bloody roots. Now. Oh, this one's tricky. It, it is. I mean, um that Baroness song is, is is a beautiful composition, and it's got them synths in it. <sighs> Sepultura have the brutal riffs, <laughs> like have the the ridiculously brutal riffs. Um, yeah, this is this is where, as much as I've been songwriting craft guy <laughs> a lot in this conversation, um, this is where this feels to me like Roots Bloody Roots just has has this thing in a small package that like feels like it should come it would come through i mean it's this is a little bit like apples and oranges like trying to compare the two so it is yeah you know it's a little like baroness is like yes like very well intricately crafted and roots play roots like bludgeons you with like weird percussion and like which isn't to say it it, it didn't take a long time to put together and actually write it but Mm. um it also feels like you could detune a guitar and just have a pretty good stab at this song and then knock it out. But Baroness, you'd, you'd be you'd be learning all that all that tapping for a long time. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go yeah. Sepultura on on this. Uh, it's yes. partly bias as well because when it came out, I I really did love it. They were they were one of those yeah. bands for me. So, all right, cool. I I forgot. It's been so long since we recorded. I forgot that that's how all of these podcasts have gone so far is that we spent like an hour talking about the first well yeah we <laughs> like have to actually discuss them then it, then it just becomes like <laughs> what, what if we could bend to a different song <laughs> there's no point going <laughs> no point getting into well as we said several are very influential on, on the following i've just been over this <laughs> yeah okay um all right so quarterfinals tool Prison sex surprisingly coming through. Yeah, yeah, good for them. And we're and we're and we're uh, matching it up against Blood and Thunder by Mastodon. Um. Again, uh, this is also another sort of like more like mainstream bands that are still actually going concerns and still putting out mm-hmm. albums, which is interesting. Uh, matched up against each other. Um. It could be my homerism. I tend towards Mastodon in this matchup, but I'm open to hearing if I'm wrong. No, I, th- I think I think you're right. I think um, I, I I really love that Mastodon song, and I, I, you know, I like the Tool song. I think it's been better than a lot of the other songs we've heard so far. It isn't better than this song, and I prefer Mastodon <laughs> to Tool. So, so yeah, so we're so that's in. where that's where I, I'd land on that that side as well, and uh, yeah, Cl- Clutch this, doing some glitching there as well. So. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting because no matter who comes out of the next round, you either have the band that like was a, I know is a giant influence on Mastodon, or you have a seminal Hall of Fame metal band. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how this matches up. But first, we need to get there. So Neurosis Locust Star versus Roots Bloody Roots by Sepultura. I, it's so hard. Do we flip a coin? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Like, are we doing this? <laughs> um, I'm biased. I'm biased towards Sepultura just because they're um, they're a band I'm more familiar with. <laughs> so, um, I know it has to just be this one song though. But you know, but I think that's okay. We've talked about. I mean, influence and 
in like influence and impact is important and neurosis is influential to a very small or a smaller selection mm. of like musicians and things i think right there's bands who, who like neurosis but neurosis isn't a household name and they never broke through in a way that like no so sepulture of, of a bigger band i also think they've influenced They've managed to influence people at, at every different stage in their career. Like they were an influential death metal band, they were an influential thrash metal band. They were inf- influential in this period. This thing that they did. I don't yeah. think they're necessarily as influential now. They put out a record. Was it this year or last year? And it's it's still pretty good. They're still a going concern that that, that do stuff. Maybe neurosis are as well. I have no idea. Uh, but. I don't know. I'm a, a little bit more biased towards... This could just be my own knowledge of Sepultura greater than my knowledge of, of uh, a Mastodon. Sorry, of um, Neurosis. So, so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm tending towards them. But Yeah, I, 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 kind of, I kind of agree with that. Like, I I really like Locust Star and I like Neurosis. And uh, I hope that coming out of this podcast, more people listen to Neurosis. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, but, I know, will. <laughs> yeah. But, yo, it's Roots Bloody Roots. Like, I feel like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I do. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the front runner is a front runner for a reason, <laughs> and we like all the ever front runners have like washed out of here so far, which is like really interesting about this list and the way we've like come at it. Um, especially compared to I think other brackets that we've done, which have like been much more oh like, yeah, well, chalky. Right like, from the beginning, it's gonna be fucking Angel of Death versus Battery. <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> yeah, or it's like, are we really? Is Iron Maiden really going to go out in the first round? It's like, no, Iron Maiden's not going to fucking go out in the first round. What are we talking about? So, you know. Yeah, th- think... this has been a this has been a hell of a a, a mix so far. And uh, like it's and having having a weird selection of bands that are hard to compare and bands that are spread across. Like I think it's it's kind of easy to compare two shitty thrash bands i think we compared like death angel to dark angel i don't know if we did that but let's say we did it's like yeah they sound exactly the same neither of them are any good who cares who wins <laughs> and now it's then it's like oh well it's mastodon versus sepultura and it's oh fuck <laughs> that's that's not easy these guys, these guys are totally different well, so get, let's get to that <laughs> yeah so that's gonna happen so this is it this is for all not only for all the marbles for this bracket <laughs> but it's gonna lock in what our are, are four pivotal metal bands that have to fight it so out. Let's just recap to to what, what those guys are. Yeah. I think it was Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Yes. Was it... Battery by Metallica. Was it, bat- was it not Angel of Death? It was Battery. Was it Battery? Okay. Oh. It was Battery. And then... Oh, it was... Oddly, it was like I wanted Carcass, you wanted Pig Destroyer, and the winner was at the gates, um, Blinded by Fear? Yeah. Um... Jeez. I think it was blinded by fear. <laughs> I think it was blinded by was it? Wasn't it blinded by fear? It, it's I think it's the opening track on Slaughter of the Soul, which I think is blinded by fear. I'm, I'm Leave, positive leaving all this in. Fear. You can always yeah, it was totally blinded by fear. So at the gates, blinded by fear, oh. wild cards. So that is the three out of the four that are in the finals for, I guess, most awesome <laughs> metal song. Um, yeah. Uh, we didn't really woodshed the title of this. No, we, we don't know we where did. this is leading. <laughs> we just we we take sixteen down to one four times and see what happens. Yes, um, I guess we should really do another, so, another twelve of these and then. Yes, well, we yeah, we could we could get in there. Um, so 
That means, yeah, but the black metal one's going to be brutal <laughs> if we did that. 16 black, we're get no, 16 we, we black metal songs down. rap rock. And <laughs> <laughs> Straight new metal. Um, okay. That's a nice way of stalling because yeah, either I, Blood and Thunder I don't by, do this by Mastodon or, or Roots Bloody Roots is going to go through to the finals. But we don't, we have to figure that out and that's hard <laughs> yeah this, this is a this 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 really isn't easy at all uh i'm tilting towards mastodon i think just because it it, it has the, the songwriting craft and it sounds good um roots Bully roots also sounds really good and has some self songwriting craft in the sense of like you know it didn't just emerge <laughs> it, it was written by humans <laughs> Yeah, well, it didn't hatch out of an egg, but certainly. But it is it is a lot more brutal. Uh, I like that too, but mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Just comparing these two songs, it, 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 like they they're both so good at what they do. I might mm-hmm. prefer what Mastodon do to what Sepultura do in 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 this case. What do you I think? Gr- I would I agree with that. Um, I do a totally agree with that. Um, and I think so. I guess. Th- and they're both in influential bands in their way. I think, you know, the thing that Sepultura, kind of what you alluded to in the previous um, in the previous matchup, what, it, what you alluded to is they're influential on multiple, like every phase of them as a band has sort of been yeah. like an influential thing. I think Mastodon is one of the biggest, like, um, kind of metal bands going especially for like kind of again thinking man's metal or like more complex sort of borderline prog kind of sludgy kind of whatever they do right yeah yeah them um baroness would you certainly know. be in that in that list i think mm. master are quite a bit bigger but um yeah yeah there, there's, um, a, there's a, a, a sort of new wave of of bands now that are, that are weird and smart and uh like some of them don't even are not even str- i think master is strictly metal but like baroness are kind of exp- expanding into like parts that aren't even necessarily metal queens of the stone age are probably a similar sort of um like they're, they're getting bigger than just what they yeah the, they, the, they the were genre started they, out as a, a stoner rock yeah. band kind of and then now they're they're just queens of the stone age <laughs> they're like their own thing like there's like there's transcended that um this is that's really I was just say that to kind of pressure test. I just want to make sure that we're like cool with it because I agree. I think if we're just taking roots, bloody roots, I think that song and that album probably like on a whole like reach more people and like influence more things. Yeah. But if we're looking at songs, man, it's blood and thunder is just a thing. Like it's just like yeah, you know, it's just like. It grabs you and you know makes you want to punch people in the <laughs> face and it's fucking great, right? It, like it really is. And and like certainly, I know which one I've listened to more. So like, I I kind of you know my heart says Mastodon as well. Yeah. But I don't want to just like. But I own Mastodon shirts and I've seen <laughs> Mastodon a bunch of times. So I, I'm not trying to like it. Just be like, it's the band I like, right? Like, so I want to make I, sure. I think that I'm I'm more of a fan of Sepultura, but I think in this case, it's. Master don't have a have a better song, so okay, we're gonna do it. All right, so yeah, so, um, so th- they're the winners. <laughs> they're the winners of this bracket. Um, we'll follow up. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how we're gonna close this thing out. 
Okay. Um, so Mastodon did it. Phil the 16's done. Blood and Thunder is your winner for this week. Yeah, band, um, band's potentially missing from this list. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, th- there, was, there was quite a few. Uh, uh, Clutch were, were, were the one that, mm-hmm. uh, but I, uh, it turns out Clutch did sneak in and win. Uh, <laughs> Death Heaven, uh, Converge, Caius, Fu Manchu, Corrosion of Conformity. Uh, a bunch of th- those sort of like those kind of sludgy stonery kind 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 of bands. Yeah, you know, thinking about it, I if I if I could go into the Wayback Machine, I think a COC song would have should have gone in the weed eater spot. I don't know if that would have oh, changed. Oh right, yeah, yeah, that that, that could work. It's that no, it's, it's, it, it, it is. This is a great list, and it was really fun to pick over some bands that I I'd not heard before. Um, it's just there, there was some. Sometimes there's some obvious ones that you're like, oh yeah, it would have mm. been, uh, uh, it would have been good to talk about these guys as well. But I'm, I'm sure we can yeah, and think... some somehow, f- you know, create a fake reason that we need to talk about Fu Manchu on this podcast at some point. So. Yeah, or Nebula, like, yeah. um, which is pretty much Fu Manchu minus the one guy because his band just quit and formed another starter band. Like, yeah. Uh, St. Vitus, like I said, I mentioned them mm, earlier. Yeah. They're really influential as to being like one of the early bands to be in the middle of like the punk rock explosion to be like, what if we played Sabbath riffs? Like, yeah. you know, it's awesome, Sabbath. And the problem is Sleep do what they do and are much more well-known. So it's kind of seemed repetitive. I tried to not also try to mix it up a little bit, you know, keep it, you know, so... Clutch is the yeah that's that's that was a good that's a good call that um it's odd that Clutch isn't on here but that's another one that like the internet wasn't pulling a lot of Clutch either so I, I could have made it's a, hard for, to come up with like some of them um it's hard to even pick like a Clutch album that is representative never mind like a song that's like oh yeah th- this is the one it's it's like they're just they're they're kind of just there <laughs> mm-hmm. out there doing their thing and it's it's hard to. Um, condense it down to like they've not got a number of the beast that you could just go yeah that one <laughs> so yeah yeah so um so yeah we did it we did it that's that's all uh all four brackets so now we have yes. to i guess somehow <laughs> do four-way tie for first i guess one other thing i would note before we wrap for the day uh for everyone out there is uh second installment of our book club I don't know if we've ever actually gotten to the first, in- the actually closed the loop on the first installment of our book club. At this point, we would have, right? Maybe. It depends <laughs> if that made the cut. <laughs> so. I think it's pretty funny. Okay. I think I listened to that one. So I, most likely you you all have heard our uh, previous installment winner. It's Time is a flat circle. It's all weird. Um, Steven and I <laughs> are going to... Uh, well, Stephen has already. I'm going to uh, listen to the audiobook version of Dave Mustaine's book, Rust in Peace, the making. What's there's a surname? It's, it's something think, like right? Rust like, in Peace a... colon da 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 the punishment Jew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie, Dave Mustaine wrote a book about making yes. an album, um, and it sounds hilarious. Um, and <laughs> we're going to talk about it in a couple. Yeah, of weeks. That, that that's a goodie. Uh, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the making. If you if you um if you Google you know making of Rust in Peace book, that's 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 the one. It'll be the one that come up. <laughs> it's, it's the one that came out this year. Um, so this is forewarning. If you want to take part in us making fun of slash celebrating this 
ridiculous <laughs> literary achievement. Um, you have some time, but we'll have a, we'll devote a pod to that. Just want to give everyone a, a minute to to read that and have a heads up about it. So, book club part two, recipes by Dave Mustaine and presumably a team of ghostwriters because I doubt Dave Mustaine pinned that entirely by himself. I'm sure he dictated it and then walked away, started a internet startup <laughs> or whatever he does when he's not writing. Goes, goes oppresses people. <laughs> Listen to Sad Wings of Destiny. Peace.